Welcome to the Austin Spotlight. Today I want to discuss what a recession could mean for the real estate market. But first, I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and please provide comments on the episode. Hope you enjoy. What does a recession mean for the real estate market? Deals are still happening and closing, but it's understandable to put things on hold while there's uncertainty. If you have questions or concerns, please reach out and I'd be happy to discuss your specific situation. With the uncertainty we are going through and the very realistic possibility of heading into a recession, it's important to understand what this could mean for the real estate market. While the uncertainty will inevitably put some people's decisions to buy or sell on hold, and many people have PTSD from the last recession, it's important to understand that this recession is not like the last one and there are some very important indicators that give reason to believe this real estate market is nothing like 2008. First, mortgage standards are nothing like they were back then. During the housing bubble, it was difficult not to get a mortgage. Today the standards are much stricter. The Mortgage Bankers Association released a Mortgage Credit Availability Index which is a summary measurement which indicates the availability of mortgage credit at a certain point in time. The higher the index, the easier it is to get a mortgage. Currently, it's about twice as difficult to get a mortgage as it was prior to the housing bubble, and about four times as hard as it was during the bubble peak. Secondly, prices have not been soaring out of control. While home prices have appreciated significantly in some markets, the price appreciation over the last six years has been about half what it was in the six years nationally leading up to the housing bubble. It's true that appreciation over the last six years has been higher than historical appreciation of 3.6%, but it certainly has not accelerated to the levels of the early 2000s. While we don't have a surplus of homes, we have a shortage. This, uh, the month's supply of inventory needed to sustain a balanced real estate market is approximately six months. Anything more is an overabundance and can cause price stagnation or depreciation. Anything less generally will lead to price appreciation. In 2007, we had over eight months supply nationally, while today inventories are around three months nationally. And this past month, we were down to one month supply here locally in Austin. A market slowdown might bring us to a more balanced market and it would do that well before we would start to reach a place of stagnation or depreciation in home values. Fourth, houses became too expensive to buy. The the affordability formula has three components, the price of a home, the wages earned by the purchaser, and the mortgage rate available at the time. In 2006, prices were high, wages were low, and mortgage rates were over 6%. Today, prices are still high, Wages, however, have increased as low unemployment has forced companies to increase compensation to retain and hire employees, and the mortgage rate is around 4%. That means the average family pays less of their monthly income towards their mortgage payment than they did back then. In 2006, people had to spend almost 25% of a median income to to afford a median home price. Today, the number is down to 15%. Fifth, people are equity rich, not tapped out. In the lead up to the housing bubble, homeowners were using their homes as personal ATMs. Many immediately withdrew their equity once it was built up, and in some states they were allowed to borrow 100% or even more of their home value. Here in Texas, due to state laws, homeowners can only withdraw up to 80% of their home equity, so they had more equity in their homes even when their values dropped. This is one factor that helped Texas real estate market weather the storm 
better than other parts of the country. Since the bubble, prices have risen nicely over the last few years, leading to over 50% of the homes in the country to have greater than 50% equity. Due to tighter mortgage restrictions and lessons learned from the bubble, homeowners are not tapped out like they were last time. In the three years leading up to the bubble, 2005, 6, and 7, homeowners cashed out over $500 billion more than they have in the three years leading up to 2020. That means that homeowners are less likely to have negative equity if home prices were to decline and less likely to just walk away from their home payments. In 2005 through 7, that led to a rash of distressed property listings which sold at huge discounts thus lowering the value of other homes in the area. That is unlikely to happen today. The critical thing to remember is that a recession does not equal a housing crisis. 2008 and the Great Recession was a unique situation and the housing market was a catalyst for the factors that played into the recession and the slow turnaround of the market. While we are definitely in a unique situation now as well, recessions themselves are not unique and we can look at his history to guide us towards what possible outcomes a recession might have on the housing market. If we take a look at the last five recessions in the U.S. history, we can see that in the four prior recessions to 2008, home prices only dropped once, and that time they only dropped by 2%. In the other three recessions, home prices actually rose. It's important to know that these are national numbers, and your local market can be a bit different. Here in Austin, 2008 didn't hit us as hard as the rest of the country. In 2001, we were actually hit a bit harder. Bottom line, concerns about a recession are real, but housing isn't the driver. Hopefully this relieves some of the, some of the fears you may have had about the real estate market and the possible recession that may have an impact on it. If you have questions about your situation, please reach out and I'd be happy to discuss your specific circumstances.